A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and a warm welcome back to my Friday Five podcast, a quick flick through some of the topical and newsworthy subjects of note that have been in the headlines and perhaps front of mind this week in the world of well-being. So this week I'm looking at the link or non-link between eating eggs and getting diabetes and is a scotch egg a substantial meal? I'll be exploring nutritional data manipulation, looking at why we sleep and sharing some of your feedback. So to kick off, you may have seen studies in the mainstream media earlier this week alerting us to a study that claims to show eating eggs raises the risk of type 2 diabetes. So how can this be when eggs are packed with healthy nutrients and are, of course, sugar free? What is the truth behind the headlines and could there be a smidgen of spin surrounding these clickbait-worthy headlines? Well, to find out more, I invited the investigative nutrition author, obesity researcher and all-round good egg, Dr. Zoe Harkham, onto the show here to separate the facts from the fiction. So Zoe, it's such a pleasure to have you here on my podcast. I've been stalking you for a number of years now, I think, on Twitter. I'm a great admirer of your work. So thank you for finding the time. Thank you so much. That's so kind. This is completely mutual as well. So I'm thrilled to be on with you. Thank you. Uh, well, let's do a little bit of a, a, a chat about who you are first and, and what you're doing and, and why you've come to be such a voice in this whole space of, of nutritional well-being. Okie doke, I'll give you the really speedy history actually. Um, first interest in anything was type 1 diabetic brother, which kind of wakes you up to carbohydrates and insulin very rapidly. Um, I'm then a Cambridge economics uh, graduate with maths options, so I'm a bit of a numbers nerd and I'm a bit of a problem solver. Um, had what my mother would call a, a fairly normal career, ended up as HR director um, at uh, the most senior position management team board level uh, for some blue chip organisations, including having worked in fake food and pharma so um, nothing Ooh. like knowing it from within yes, yeah the exactly. inside many... story excellent yeah not, not many people know that um, and then in 2008 of course when the world um, fell apart um, like many others on management teams I got the opportunity to uh, to leave the corporate world and um, I decided that was the right time to try to make my passion my vocation and my passion is diet obesity particularly health nutrition and uh, essentially, I've been trying to understand why we have an obesity epidemic for a very long period of time when nobody I know actually wants to be obese. 
and I guess what I'm known for now is that for the past 10 years I've been doing a Monday newsletter where I dissect something that's been in the news from the previous week so it might be the latest red meat causes cancer or the eat well plate um, would be the best way to eat that kind of thing mm. um, it could it could be something on a, um, a new drug for example an obesity injection or something but it's just something very very topical and I try to unpick it in an exact summary of fewer than 500 words and a note of about 2,000 words um, just so that people don't have to read the the academic article and, and that's kind of me and what I do. Well th those are really good and we'll give details of that um, at the end so that people can go and sign up it's it's really such a good read and I, I look forward to mine every week and the reason that I invited you on specifically this week is that I I had read in the news, as I'm sure many of my listeners had, the study saying that we should not be eating eggs anymore. Eggs are bad and eggs are terrible. And anybody who knows me knows that as, a, as somebody with chickens on my farm and an interest in wellness and nutrition, I love eggs. I mean, I make sure I have at least an egg a day. In fact, I was thrilled this morning. I had my, my brunch this morning. I had double yolka. And I thought, how brilliant oh. is that? Zoe will be very pleased to see <laughs> all that, that great, uh, rich, rich nutritional goodness that, that I've got on my plate. So you sent out your emailer this week or earlier in, in yes this week of recording um, about this study and can you talk us through it for those who aren't familiar? Yeah no absolutely I'd love to. Um, so it was published in the British Journal of Nutrition and it was called Higher Egg Consumption Associated with Increased Risk of Diabetes in Chinese Adults. So it's actually a good title they, they gave a lot away in the title but then the headlines that started appearing around the world were people who regularly consume one or more eggs a day increase their risk of diabetes by 60 percent now the article wasn't specific about which type of diabetes we have to assume they're talking about type 2 but that's a major omission to start with that's very um, disrespectful for the type 1 autoimmune condition Indeed. then yeah then you, then you realize that it's only on Chinese adults so I talk a lot and my, my PhD was in the field of dietary fat and this concept of what can be generalized to other populations is actually very important. Um, so if, if something is studied in teenage boys, for example, then I can pretty much ignore it because it hasn't got very much to do with me. Um, I need to be studied for something to have something to do with me. So this was Chinese adults. Arguably, the rest of us can ignore it. Well, it it, about except that we're all human beings, or are you saying that there are yes. genetic predispositions that go on in the Chinese population that would automatically mean that it wasn't such a risk for us? Yeah, so there might be genetic things. You're then into nature or nurture. Is there something that could be uh, unique to the Chinese population? And, and there, there will be some differences between the Chinese population and the American population. There are also differences when Chinese people go to live in America. So we know that um, genetics plus displacement creates an issue as well. Mm. But of course, there are dietary differences. And this is a dietary study. So being a dietary study, one of the first flaws is that it relies on the um, recall of what you ate a few days ago. And I can't remember what I had for dinner last night, to be honest, or, or, or <laughs> I what I did yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so then you're asking, if, if you've ever looked at one of these food frequency questionnaires, and any of the listeners can do that, just Google one, and something will come up with 147 different questions. And it would say, so on average, over the last year, on Sundays, would you say you had 
one egg, um, four fifths of an egg on average, two thirds of an egg on average, and, and, and you've got 147 questions like that. So that, that, we'll put that to one side. That's, that's one of the issues of every dietary study. Um, there turned out to be quite a few more unique issues about this one. Um, so another issue, whenever you see a dietary study, and they gave us this in the title, which was very fair of them, as soon as you see the word association, people immediately leap to, oh, eating eggs causes diabetes. Yes, and it doesn't. Okay, cause it association, doesn't. that's a really interesting point. Exactly, we, we mustn't do that. So people who regularly consumed one or more eggs a day increased their risk. They've gone straight to causation there when all we can say was that there was an association between egg intake and observed cases of diabetes. Now, that particular 60% point, that was one of the, I really do deep dive into these studies. I get the supplemental material. I've got papers all around the place. I start doing original analysis on the table numbers, that kind of thing. And I was so shocked, at that, and I shouldn't be now, 10 years on, the number of stunts that I've seen. So you'll understand this, Liz. There was a fully adjusted model that showed no difference whatsoever. It didn't matter if you'd been eating over an egg a day over the last 20 years. There was no significant difference no between difference. doing that. Yeah, no difference in the fully adjusted model. So when you take into account that the people who eat a lot of eggs are different to the people who don't eat a lot of eggs. And in this study, they were very different. And there's, there's always a, a table in these studies called the characteristics table. And it tells you about the egg eaters. So the egg eaters, for example, in, in this study, they were far more likely to be female. They were far more likely to be disadvantaged. They were less educated, more likely to be living in rural areas. Um, they were more likely to be following a fake food, convenience food, cheap food uh, diet than they were a, a real food, healthy diet, which goes to the affluence and, and the disadvantage. There was a lot of differences between them. So more at so risk in any case of, of type 2. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, as we know, why, why blame the eggs? I mean, what, you know, who's, who, who is doing this? I mean, is there an agenda or is it just a bit of sloppy, lazy journalism? Well... I think that's a, that's such a good question. Um, definitely sloppy, lazy journalism. There's a press release and then they just follow it. But having had my own papers published and having had a couple of them press released, I know that a PR team from the journal gets in touch with you and they want to put something quite sensational out there because they want it picked up by the outlets. Um, the only thing better than a published paper is a published paper that ends up on the front of the Daily Express or the Daily Mail. Um, so they, they want to make it sensational. Um, so they, they would rely on nobody actually looking at the detail and saying, oh, so what do you mean? You took that 60% from a figure that wasn't even a fully adjusted model. So you hadn't adjusted for the differences. So basically, you, you that was a lie. I mean, there's no other way to put it that was a falsehood and any researcher should be ashamed of that and the problem is you know, that that will get picked up and repeated we'll, we'll hear it time and time again particularly for those pushing a plant-based agenda or perhaps you know pushing processed foods and you know I know that we can talk about this another time but I guess we should try and bring the conversation back to eggs because um, you know eggs have been very topical yes. haven't they this week we've even been told that we can go to the pub and have a, a scotch egg as a substantial meal or not <laughs> what, what, what's your view on eggs do eggs form a substantial meal well absolutely they do i mean they're one of nature's most complete foods um they pr 
provide pretty much everything other than vitamin C. Um, and if you dip some uh, pepper, raw pepper, crudite fingers into the egg, if that's your egg and soldiers, which is so much better for you than eggs and, um, you know, white bread or something that you might get in a more traditional setting, you, you really have then then got the complete food. I mean, if I may just... A complete just... meal on a plate, a boiled egg, dipping in some, some red pepper soldiers. Fabulous. And you totally have. You've got the fat soluble vitamins, you've got the B vitamins in a really good uh, amounts and balance. You've got phosphorus, selenium, calcium, iron, zinc, choline, of course, mm -hmm. um, which is one of those that doesn't appear so often in the standard list of, of vitamins and minerals, but is so vital. You've got complete protein. Um, I mean, they, they are just particularly for vegetarians they are nature's little superfood they're incredibly versatile you can keep them in the cupboard you can keep them in the fridge if you've run out of everything you can have an omelet you can have scrambled eggs oh, you're, you're, you're um, talking to the converted here <laughs> i am now if i may um sorry if i if i may just finish on the um, the chinese oh, yes, study because um, obviously just having said where that 60 percent came from one of the other things that i found out in the deep dive was when that they split men and women um, there were no significant differences for men either whatsoever. So there was no story when it came to men. So it really was only we found an association with women and eating eggs. And then they actually explained it themselves in the paper. And that's when your brilliant question of, is this just sloppy or is, or is there something more sinister going on? So the paper actually said, women prefer cakes, soft drinks and snacks, <laughs> most of which are ultra processed food, increasing the risk of diabetes. Whoa, so, so that should have been the headline, not the egg. Exactly. So and, and as you said earlier, that study and spun it around and flipped it yeah. to make eggs the baddie when actually the study was saying the opposite. Yeah. And, and I think you said it earlier, don't blame the eggs for what the cake did, which is absolutely what happened here. But it happens every week, every week oh, in no, a red this meat is a study. Sort of head in hands moment, isn't it? And I, I'm so grateful for people like you who take the time to put this stuff out there because you know you put it out there I picked it up I'd only seen the headline in you know one of the um, tabloid newspapers and kind of did a bit of an eye roll but frankly didn't have the time or the knowledge to understand that it really was so so fake and and then when I read your review um, and obviously having the opportunity to talk now here to a wider audience and to explain it more, more broadly and I think just to to make people question and and aware there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs united healthcare can help get you covered with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs no deductibles no enrollment periods and especially no more what-ifs visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So in eggs in general, you clearly are a fan. I mean, you know, you consider them safe and wholesome and, and good to eat on a daily basis. Oh, my goodness. I mean, there there is no limit to the number of eggs um, that I would would recommend for someone to eat if someone loves eggs particularly if you're vegetarian and that's your one of your best sources of complete protein along with um, good quality well-sourced full-fat dairy um, then then there's almost no limit I mean why why would you want to limit a superfood and it's expensive Um, and, and easy now I can't let you go without asking the question here because you are obviously such a big champion you know you you and I I think we would have to compete for the title of eggs if there's ever going to be one because I I firmly would like that to be my role Uh, but I might concede here to I bow to your greater knowledge Um, but you I know from having looked at your history you were a vegetarian for a long time so what what happened that flipped you back to the other side um, yeah, very good question again, actually. I um, I attended a conference in 2010. It was actually a conference run by the Western Price Foundation and the founder of that organisation, Sally Fallon, was actually speaking at the time. And uh, Barry Groves was also speaking and Barry Groves, I actually then went on to speak at his funeral, um, would you believe, which was uh, both an honour and a sadness. And watching Sally talk about the fact that yes we have fat soluble nutrients but of course there are versions that come in animal foods and there are versions that come in plant foods and they're not the same and the version that the body wants is the one that comes from the animal food and then looking at um, Barry's presentation which was called Homo Carnivorous um, how we evolved to consume foods from animals Um, and I just got to the point where I thought whether I like this or not my, my belief system had been I know that it's healthier to eat meat and fish, um, particularly red meat rather than white meat and oily fish rather than um, than sort of white fish, it's just more nutrients in, in the richer sources. Although I knew that, I thought I could be healthy enough mm. eating in the way that I was. And it was a massive realisation to me that I wasn't. And particularly Sally's presentation where, he, where she was talking about vitamin A and retinol, it wouldn't have been known to people who were sat around me at the time, but I'd actually... Uh, in the preceding year or so, had a couple of eye operations that I now realise had been completely self-inflicted because I had lapsed into a period of veganism and just hadn't appreciated that I was not getting any retinol. I thought vitamin A is vitamin A, carotene is, is just as good as retinol and it's not. And there are 
uh, a significant number of people who are not good converters of carotene to retinol and I must be one of them That's, and I, I suddenly realized yeah I mean we, we will definitely pick up on that later because I think that's very true and I, I would like to say actually just not to to scare anybody listening I know I've got lots of listeners who are plant-based eaters or have them in their family um, you know you can get supplementation of course that will fill in the gaps but it's so important to have this knowledge isn't it and if yeah. there are deficiencies either in yourself or in other members of the family do please make sure that that you you fulfill them um, and you know for whatever course of uh, eating you are uh, enjoying just make sure that you are checking all the boxes in terms of getting your nutritional levels and you know particularly for things like those soluble fats and for things like choline Absolutely. which we don't talk about iodine I was actually sent yeah. a, a cook, cookery book to review recently which was totally plant-based and there was not a single mention of, of iodine in it as to where that was going to come from in your diet and you know these are deeply worrying and I think we just yeah. need to be aware so much so don't we of this complex matrix of nutrients that we need in order to stay well from whichever source we get them from absolutely absolutely agree so zoe um let's draw it to an end there because this is supposed to be just a very quick podcast and i, I could talk to you as, as i'm sure you can tell for a long long time do please come back and chat to us again there's oh i would absolutely love to thank you so much so much and i, I do say to everybody listening you know hop on to my instagram leave comments if you would like to about other things that you would like us to chat about can you give us your details please for anybody who'd like to sign up to get your weekly newsletter oh yes thank you very simple it's um at zoe harkham on twitter and my website is zoe harkham h-a-r-c-o-m-b-e dot com thank you brilliant thank you so much zoe speak to you again soon i hope and you can also find out more on zoeharkham.com. And I see that on her Twitter feed, there is indeed a lively discussion on whether or not a Scotch egg constitutes a substantial meal. What do you think? Well, I would say it does, actually, as I'd be very happy with one for lunch, as long as it was properly made, of course, perhaps one like the quite big Scotch egg currently on offer on the home delivery veg box service, Abel and Cole. Their offering is a big organic egg surrounded by sausage meat coated in a crispy crumb, handmade by Alison and William Winterburn in Worcestershire. And the price is £2.89. Pretty reasonable for a substantial meal. And it even says on their website that they are perfect for sharing. Well, good luck with that one. Well, on to other news. And this week saw the release of a brand new episode of my longer format podcast, The Lizzo Wellbeing Show. This week, my guest is one of my wellbeing heroes, Professor Matthew Walker, whose brilliant book, Why We Sleep, was my recommended read in the magazine a couple of issues back. And ever since reviewing his bestseller, I've been really keen to interview him here. And I have to say, he did not disappoint, not only in bringing so many of the key points in his book to life, but also bringing it bang up to date with some really highly relevant and useful wellness information. So for example, did you know that getting a good night's sleep the day before any vaccination can make it far more effective? Yeah, such an important and topical point for anyone considering any kind of vaccination, even relevant for children having their routine jabs. So do take a listen. I really love talking to him and I'm actually hoping to have him back on the pod again soon to pick up on some of the other points we just ran out of time for. 
Well, speaking of which, we are just about running out of time here too. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you too for all your lovely comments on my Instagram. That is the best place to reach me personally, not with a direct message because I don't do that, but with a question or a comment in the comment section beneath any of my recent posts on Instagram. You'll find me there at Me, And of course, over on iTunes, where I've just seen these lovely comments actually to share this week. Uh, the first one here from Val52. This was regarding my podcast with Dr. Miguel Toribio Mateus talking about gut health, brain and disco. Uh, she writes, hi Liz, just love this episode of your podcast. What a fascinating listen. I definitely need to listen to it a few more times as there's so much good information in there. I really hope that wellbeing medicine starts to look more at the brain-gut relationship and that this filters down to general practice. When we go to see our GPs, we will all need to be more disco. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Val. I totally agree. Uh, this message from Jay Downshire, who says, uh, oh, very nice comment. Um, this is the best podcast I've listened to by far. I love the way Liz has identified the key players in all areas of well-being and lifestyle. She has clearly researched what her audience might want to know, and she gives us listeners just the right amount of information. My heart sinks when I see a podcast interview that I really want to listen to, and it's nearly two hours long. Thank you, Liz. When I hear the lovely music jingle, it feels like I'm getting a call from a good friend. Oh, my goodness. I love that comment. Thank you. Yeah, well, I hope you heard my call just now, and I hope you are listening to me reading out your comment. That's really very kind. Thank you. Uh, last but not least, there's one here left on the 29th of November that says it's from Jellybean. Uh, who says, great podcast from Lizelle. She always asks the questions we need to know and she lets the guests speak without interrupting, unlike a lot of other podcasters, exclamation mark. Well, thank you very much. Certainly on my long format podcasts, they are definitely the experts and it's good to give them space and a platform to speak from. So thank you very much indeed. Very heartwarming to read and genuinely appreciated. Do please keep them coming and I shall read them out next time. Speaking of reviews, actually, I noticed I now have 835 five-star reviews, which is amazing. Thank you very much. But I do know that around 30,000 of you are regularly listening now. So it would just make my day if I could hit maybe 1,000 five-star reviews before Christmas. What do you think? Think of it maybe as a little Christmas present pop something under the tree. <laughs> so if you haven't yet left me a star rating, please consider hitting that little star button at the end of this show. And a very big thank you from me and of course my team of wonderful well-being elves who helped put all this together, of course. Now don't forget to head over to lizardwellbeing.com this weekend. You can check out some really lovely special Liz Loves offers and the 12 Days of Christmas deals. Lots going on. Lovely, lovely things on offer. But in the meantime, until we chat again, again stay well go well bye bye
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.